Welcome all Whovians, my name is Brianna, and I'm going to take you through the vortex on this companion to classic Doctor Who. So this is kind of a quickie podcast that is doing something a little different than what I normally do, but you know, there's some news out in the the Doctor Who universe. We know that Russell T. Davies is coming back to become showrunner for the next series of Doctor Who after Chibnall and Whitaker bow out after this current season. And I just wanted to share some thoughts on that as an announcement and having thought about it for a little while, how it's sitting with me, what I feel about it. I know that's not usually what I do on this podcast, but hey, why not? So I have a lot of mixed feelings about the idea of Russell T coming back to take over the show. First off, I will admit straight up, Russell T Davies' Error of Doctor Who is a favorite for me. I am deeply nostalgic about the ninth and the 10th doctor. That is when I fell in love with doctor who I adore almost everything about that error. And I think that there are many things that Davies does very, very well that for me feel missing from doctor who. And I'll briefly discuss those things. So on one hand, I am very excited about him coming back because I love almost everything he's done on the show. That said, I'm a little torn here because I think that part of what makes Doctor Who such a brilliant show is the fact that it can embrace change and move forward and new voices and new writers and new directors and new actors are constantly coming in, which give new life to the show. So I'm a little bit hesitant about this idea of bringing back someone who has already had a significant run on the show, essentially of looking to the past instead of looking to the future. I'm a little scared about that because I don't want it to set a precedent in terms of where Doctor Who goes going forward. I do think that the show needs to continue to grow and change and reinvent itself. And it would be a mistake to constantly look back to the past in order to save the future, so to speak. So I'm a little hesitant on that front. That said, I think there are a lot of things that Russell T. Davies does very well that for me have been missing from Doctor Who as of late. The first being that Russell T. Davies is brilliant with character. The greatness of his error comes down to the depth of the characters that he created and put together, the breadth of their world. When you look at a companion like Rose, Rose has a whole life apart from the doctor. She has a boyfriend. She has her mother. She has a job. She has a best friend that we hear about. She has a way in which she relates to London and to the world. She's dealing with class differences. She's dealing with 
how people treat her because of her age and because of her looks. And all of this is part of who Rose is as a character that is built up and is all independent from the doctor. And then we get to see how she interacts with the world of the doctor. And I would say that that's very true for all the companions in Russell T. Davies' era. They feel so grounded and rounded and fully developed. And of course, the doctor himself, both the ninth and the tenth doctor, have such depth in terms of their experience, how they deal with things. I would say that they feel like the two most human of the doctors in terms of their emotional range and how dark Davies is willing to take the doctor, the places that he's willing to go with the doctor in that way. It's it's something that's very well done. And, and I'm not saying that that is absent from, say, Stephen Moffat's error. I think that we do have a lot of character development with Amy and Rory. We we do have a little bit, albeit sporadic, with River. Matt Smith's Doctor has a lot of layers. Peter Capulti's Doctor has a lot of layers. Clara, while she takes a while to become a person um, and, and is sort of like a different companion each of her seasons, I do think in her first season with Peter Cavolti in particular, is a really fascinating character. Bill is brilliant and I love everything about her. But I would say that none of those companions are as grounded and as fully realized in the world outside of the Doctor as the Russell T. Davies era companions. While Chris Chibnall's error, I think that he makes an effort to ground his companions and to position them in the real world. We just don't have very much time with any of them. (laughs) So I don't know. There's a lack of an emotional depth to, to those companions sometimes. And I think a lot of that comes down to their relationship with the doctor and the fact that that relationship feels very superficial which is not true in Russell T. Davies' error. The foundation of that error is the relationship between the companion or the companions and the doctor. And even in um, Moffat's error, I think that that's still there, even if the shift... Moffat's error feels for me more about plot and about the mystery and the unfolding plot than necessarily the characters. That's not to say that they're not there, but they're not as they're not the the focus is more the character and the mystery and the story. Whereas Davies error, the focus is the character and the plot takes a back seat to that. So I, there's just a difference in priority there, but yes, I think that Davies is very good at that. I also think that Davies is very good at building a really big world, which is something that has been lacking in Doctor Who since he left. I think. I would argue, for instance, that The Stolen Earth and Journey's End is, to this day, the biggest that Doctor Who has ever felt to me in terms of the world and the the grand adventure and, and the people in it and how big the story is. So there's a few reasons for that. A, part of that comes down to the characters. Journey's End and um, The Stolen Earth 
is basically the Avengers for Doctor Who. <laughs> so if you if you came to that that episode and you hadn't seen any of the previous seasons, you would just be like, well, I don't get it. It's, there's just all these characters here. And and you'd be like, "This, I don't, I don't get it. The same way if you watch the Avengers and you hadn't seen like the various films that led up to it, you'd be like, I don't get it. We just have all these superheroes and they're together, I guess. <laughs> and, and there are problems with the journeys and um, um, Solid Earth duology there i'm not arguing that i don't think it is the most brilliant story ever i think that it stumbles a lot in terms of how it uses all of these companions and it could have been better conceived to give everyone a role to play in this bigger story but we have all these brilliant characters that they're all together on screen and, and it doesn't matter. Like nothing else matters. We're just seeing all these names going up on the title screen. Like that never ceases to give me a high and it just feels so big. And even the 50th anniversary doesn't give me that same feel as stolen earth journeys end because in Stephen Moffat's error in Chibnall's error, the universe just seems smaller in Matt Smith's error in particular, everything is about the Doctor. Everything revolves around the Doctor. We always have the crisis is sort of caused by the Doctor. The, the Pandorica arises because people are scared of the Doctor. All these races are scared of the Doctor and they're trying to do something. The silence arises because they want to control the Doctor and his legend and all that fun stuff. This, this to a degree dissipates in Capulti's error, but not fully. Like, the master does all this crazy stuff with the Cybermen in order to give the Doctor a present. Gallifrey go, puts together this crazy complex prison thing in order to, you know, have the Doctor reveal the, uh, the hybrid, which ends up being him. So it's still very Doctor-based. And I think this is actually something Chibnall tried to fix in the first season that he had with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. But then fumbled big time when we have the Timeless Child reveal. And, and now the whole universe is all about the Doctor. And it's, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> at some point, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss Timeless Child and my various issues with it. But because everything is about the Doctor, that makes the universe feel a lot smaller. Whereas in the Russell T. Davies era, all of these various crazy things would happen whether the Doctor was involved or not. In Journey's End, for instance, Davros was gonna try to wipe out all of existence except for the Daleks, regardless of the Doctor being involved or not. Like, he just wants to do that. The Master, sure, maybe he chooses Earth, in particular to annoy the doctor because he enjoys doing that. But, but the master just wants power and he wants to control things. He's like not doing this solely to torment the doctor. Like he'd do it anyway, because he's the master. That's what he does. <laughs> so that would have happened regardless. Like the Daleks in the first season would have done what they were going to do anyway. The doctor just happens to be there. So not everything is just revolving around him, which makes the universe feel bigger that things are happening out there in space. The other thing is we actually have more companions during this era and many of them come back 
And that immediately makes the universe feel bigger. That, oh, right, we're with Martha right now, but we're hearing mentions of Rose, and we remember that time from before. Um, having Martha come back during Donna's era, very brilliant. Jack's reappearance here and there. All of these things create this sense that the Doctor has this longer history, and that all these people are interconnected but have their own lives going on. The presence of Sarah Jane in particular, I think, is really powerful for the Russell T. Davies era in terms of creating this sense of a very large world because it connects us back to Classic Who. And even if we don't see any other companions from Classic Who, it's a reminder that the Doctor has this larger history that we are somewhat familiar with, but maybe not fully familiar with. And Sarah Jane does a lot of work. So yes, I think that Russell T. Davies is very well equipped to create really complex, grounded characters with complicated motivations who feel real and lived in. And also creating a world that feels big and limitless and doesn't revolve simply around the doctor and the companions, but just feels like it's out there to explore. And those are things I think Doctor Who could definitely use at this point. I think it's something that the show has lost a little bit. I also am hopeful that Russell T. Davies could take some of the better aspects of the Chibnall years and go forward with those things. Because I think there are a lot of things that the show has been trying to do, even if it has not always done so successfully, that that are good things. <laughs> so, um, for instance, that moving away from the Doctor being like the most important person in the universe until the Timeless Child thing happened, but we're going to forget about that for a second. I think that was a good move. I think that having smaller episodes that did not involve the fate of the entire universe all the time. I think this is actually a problem that New Who has had, that they could take some cues from Classic Who. You could have smaller episodes that aren't running on those high, like universal stakes, but still make them high stake episodes. And that's something that, especially Jodie Whittaker's first season did. I think having a more global approach to history is interesting. Being willing to engage in contemporary issues and political debates and moral debates, which is something Classic Who was not afraid to do, but New Who has skied away from for the most part. I don't think that that's an inherently a bad idea as long as it doesn't feel preachy, which, yeah, there are some issues with that in terms of how it was delivered, but, but those aren't bad ideas. I, I even liked initially this idea of having a slightly larger TARDIS team and experimenting with different dynamics in terms of the Doctor and the companions as opposed to the one-on-one -on -one intensive relationship. I, I don't think that's an inherently bad thing. At the, so there, there are lots of things that the Chibnall era is doing that I think could be taken forward and executed with a firmer foundation in terms of character and in terms of world. So it might be that Russell T can bring that to the table. Honestly, 
if there was anyone who could make the Timeless Child reveal work in terms of producers across the history of Doctor Who, I I actually think I would put Russell T in charge of that. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm thinking back on it because Moffat would just like go off on this crazy plot mystery driven mystery after mystery after mystery and again i love i love me Stephen moffat i love you to death you've read some of my favorite episodes but but i do think that he would focus more on the logical aspects of <laughs> this problem and i feel like a lot of the old who producers would take it to a campy extreme or would go too serious with it But I think what really needs to happen and what Russell T probably could do is to bring some humanity and pathos to the situation, to give us some weight to the situation and to allow us to see the doctor really processing what happened and what that means emotionally for us as you know, part of this universe for the doctor, for the companions, for all that. And I think that if anyone can find a way to make that resonate and work emotionally, I think that Russell T. Davies could do that. And yes, I'm kind of excited to see how he approaches this shift in the history of Doctor Who and do think that he might be better equipped than others to do so. Now, again, I'm still a little hesitant. I still don't know if in the long run, this is necessarily the best choice. I don't think we should be uh, looking backward consistently. I think the Doctor Who thrives on change and on evolution. But that said, I suspect that there weren't very many people who wanted this job (laughs) or were equipped for this job. And I also suspect that BBC is looking for someone to bring ratings up to to save the show, because I do think that it is in some danger of just being canceled again. Honestly, at this point, I think that we're we're about at that point in the show's history where it could be going off air again. Again, New Who has been on almost as long as as classic who was on, I suppose, at this point. And sometimes maybe Doctor Who needs to take a break. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or that if that happened, it's the end of the world. I think that it would just be resurrected again someday. But I think that they're looking to someone who can keep the new viewers they gained through the shifts in Jodie Whittaker's error and bring back some of the viewers who may have moved on or let go. Because I definitely think a lot of fans of the show have been struggling with the last two seasons for various reasons. None of which, for the record, I'm not I'm not discussing the the sexist people who just had a problem with the doctor being female. Like they can go find a new fandom. I'm not not concerned about them. But I do think that there are a lot of fans of the show that have been frustrated in the ways in which the show has ignored established canon in New Who, especially as they've been following along for so long. And it feels like there isn't a full acknowledgement of what has come before, that there's just a really big break 
that has happened in in the show right now. And and of course, also some of the other issues that I've brought up that I, I think that the characters feel a little bit more shallow, the relationship between the companions and the doctor feel a bit more shallow. And it's hard to fully connect to these characters in the way that we've connected to companions and doctors in the past. So yes, I'm hopeful, I guess, is where I want to end with this. I am hopeful that Russell T. Davies could potentially take the good stuff from the two errors that have come after him while also taking the good things that he, he, he does well and to move the show forward. I'm just a little hesitant because, again, I think that in general, the show should be looking forward rather than backwards. And it might be that Russell T is just the perfect person to do that because he, I'm sure, has evolved as a writer and as a person since he left and is going to find a way to to move the show forward. So I am tentatively hopeful I'm very excited to have characters that I fully connect to again and to feel like I'm part of a bigger world within the context of Doctor Who again. And I really hope that Russell T brings those strengths back to the table. So yes, those were my thoughts for those of you who were asking for them. If this is something that interests you, let me know and I'll try to do more of these quickies on, you know, random topics as they come out. But I'll be very excited to see Jodie Whittaker's last season when it comes out soonish and very excited to see what Russell T. Davies does going forward. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been a different sort of episode for through the vortex, a companion to classic Doctor Who.